welcome to the Tech Lead Coaching Network podcast. This is episode number 45. My name is Michael Rice. I am your community organizer. Getting started in the tech lead role can be a huge challenge for new tech leads, but it's also an extremely rewarding opportunity. If you're in this role and trying to figure out how how you can get better, how you can have more impact, or if you manage tech leads and want to help them, you're listening to the right podcast, you've come to the right place, tech leads. The Tech Lead Coaching Network is an informal, community-based, open-source network of tech leads where we support each other through in-person workshops and peer-to-peer, one-to-one tech lead coaching, all free and volunteer-based. It's Friday, April 19th, 2019. We made it, tech leads. Yesterday, I, I kind of inter- reintroduced you to the Tech Lead Coaching Network. Today, I want to talk to you about refactoring anxieties. Don't forget that we shipped our first short 70-page book, How to Be a Tech Lead, a few weeks ago, a few weekends ago on LeanPub. It's at leanpub.com slash how to be a tech lead with dashes in between the words, and it's totally free. All right, today we're going to talk about refactoring anxieties. On dev.2, that's D-E-V dot T-O, there's a, which is rapidly becoming one of my favorite developer communities. I, it's definitely better than, it's, or maybe it's just kind of early days for it. I mean, I think it's been around for a few years, but it's just a fabulous place to, to hang out and get some very, um, I don't know, it's just very, uh, it's a very welcoming community, more so than like Stack Overflow or anything like that. Um, I think it's uh, kind of due to the, I think it's the founder, Ben Halpern, seems like an amazing guy. So I'm definitely going to be spending a lot more time there. Put a post up the other day and got a huge amount of uh, support. So it's great. And so I came across a post that kind of triggered some thinking in my mind. So on dev.2, there's a there's this post by a developer who she shares, this is pretty amazing, she shares some early code from I think about three years ago when she was just learning how to do things. And uh, basically the the piece of the snippet of code she shares is this giant JavaScript data structure that she hand-coded, right? So you can imagine like a very complex object with lots of arrays and lots of stuff. First, I got to acknowledge that she was really brave to do it, right? She put it both on Twitter and on the on the developer community site. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, I just want to pause for a second and say, I think we've really like come a long way as an industry. Because I think if I had done something like that when I got started back in the 1990s, like late 1990s, I, you know, honestly, I'd probably be doing something else for a living right now. Um, you know, I think we, we, we've come a long way, at least you know, there's, we've got a long way to go still. I mean, there's still a lot of serious problems with the industry, but, but the fact that she's able to find some support on this community, even on Twitter, it's, it's pretty great, right? So we're, we're making progress anyway. I'll give you a link to it on the show notes, but she's got this, uh, three-step fat refactoring she does down all the way down to data-driven objects. It's pretty good. It's really well-written, um, really thoughtful. So it's a good thing to think through, but what I want to do is not focus on her post so much as kind of the anxieties that maybe I'm, and I'm speculating cause like we had some comments, but we didn't get down to this level, but kind of the anxieties in the first place of posting the code that's, that's, you know, problematic and the anxieties of like trying to refactor it and think through like, what's the best approach because you know, with code, we can write it a thousand different ways, right? There's like every, Basically, there there are as many solutions as there are coders out there, right? 
And so thinking about that anxiety and thinking about that, that struggle that she's going through or what she kind of worked through on the post and what we can do as tech leads to support that. So first of all, obviously you could mentor her on the best practices, right? And so there was another chain on, on the same site that um, talked about mentoring and, you know, I mean, mentoring is a little different than coaching. I think mentoring is more about like providing specific advice, you know, sitting next to somebody and saying, Hey, do this, don't do that, do something else, do this, this way, et cetera. Right. So it's kind of mentoring. It's like walking her through that. So you could definitely do that with her, um, in terms of best practices, you know, from your point of view, you know, you could be telling her like the right patterns, the right way to approach this, the right way to create object factories or whatever it is that you want to do. Definitely some industry practices and some things that are the kind of generally accepted the right way to do it. And you could mentor her on that. But I think, I think honestly, the thing you really want to mentor her on is, is being very flexible, right? So in some cases that, that giant object that she handcrafted, because it's so simple and easy, in some cases, that's exactly the right approach, right? It just depends on what the vision was. And so you can kind of detect from her anxieties about what she's doing is, She's wondering, she's trying to balance the needs of her immediate project, whatever that is, along with what I think she feels like the needs are for being a developer that does JavaScript, quote unquote, the right way, right? And so I think mentoring a junior developer on on that and saying, look, there are best practices. In some cases, we're going to do the best practices. We're going to do even better than them. And in some cases, we're going to have to deviate a lot from them just because we need to get something done, right? Like maybe we just need to whip together a quick site to show some investors so we can make some progress and they can see a UI because that's all the investors care about is seeing something, right? So I think mentoring somebody to be very flexible is going to be the probably the right approach. Also, I think, and you know exactly where I'm going to go with this, the key is having a really strong vision, right? Like what is the vision for the project? Maybe the, like I said, maybe the vision for the project is just to get something up on the screen and that could be totally fine. And as a tech lead, you know, you've got a junior developer, you might need to really explain to this person what, what it means to go down to that lower level. Right. And then, you know, the next step that I'm going to talk about is once you've got the strong vision and you've put it into the right kind of like how, what and why um, level of detail that you need for a junior developer, the next step is going to be doing a lot of tracking and adjusting and listing, right? So two more, two more behaviors from my list of capabilities. And that means like you're going to spend, be spending a lot of time sitting down and you're going to do a little mentoring in this process, but talking about like, well, what is the code? How's it going? How are you building it? How does it align to the vision, you know, are you over-engineering it? Are you under-engineering it? Keep reminding the developer about the vision, making sure that the, the level of engineering is where it needs to be for this task, right? And then you are also going to be listening carefully to see like what resonates with this person, what's working, what do they understand? Um, I heard a really great, great quote today that said, great leaders are readers. They're great readers of people. So, so do that. And you know what's going to happen when you do this? You're going to, one, create a lot less anxiety with the developer team. With the developer team, You're going to have a lot more productivity. You're going to have better code, higher quality, or at least more consistent with what you're trying to accomplish in the moment. You're going to get faster results. Things are going to happen more quickly, more agile, more feedback. The feedback loops are going to tighten up. You're going to really create a much stronger relationship with the team and the team members. 
And then, you know, what's going to happen is it's a lot of work in this first maybe iteration, but if you keep doing this for a while, pretty soon the next projects are going to be even smoother. They're going to be able to anticipate what you're going to say, what you're going to do, and they're going to do what you need. And you're going to get strong results through people that way. That's how it works. So in summary, so much of our anxiety in software shops comes from really a lack of vision of the project and a lack of communication. So we sit there and we spin our wheels and we worry about whether we're writing code the way it needs to be written for our managers, for our tech leads, or even for the industry. And it's doubly bad if you're doing open source, right? So as a tech lead, you are in an awesome position to fix this. So, so fix it, tech leads. We're on a mission, Tech Leads. Our mission is to increase the happiness and effectiveness of our community members. No matter where you are in your Tech Lead journey, I want you to consider joining us. You can join online at techleadcoaching.com. It's free and you can join to the lurker level. If you just want to stay in touch, get weekly email updates and other interesting items from us. There are other levels too, like the coach and tech lead levels when you're ready. So join however you're comfortable, but I hope you'll join us. Also, if you want some help with all this, reach out to me directly. I'm happy to get you started if I can. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, Tech Leads. Subscribe to this podcast. Give us an awesome rating if you can so we can reach more people. And don't forget to get your copy of our free book, How to Be a Tech Lead. Bye, Tech Leads.